0: Hello, welcome to episode 106. If we have issues, I'm Anthony. And I am Stevie Wildcard. And every week Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we take all of life's issues and we just Stephen, we skin them just just layer by layer by layer, we destroy our issues. We just we just tear it them apart. It takes a like lot
1: we, of time though. It does. It takes layer. I mean
0: years. It takes years. Because it's like it's like a meat slicer at a deli, but like you know when the people ask for extra thin, but <laughs> yeah. it gets too thin and it kinda like it kinda like breaks and it's like, ooh, slightly too thin, but then it's like, no, nothing, no, no. We just do Can that. Could you imagine like
1: flaying just, th- just like just enough and like no, nah, it's too thin? See so <laughs> Like she said, sl- she had to go she deeper, buddy.
0: That's what we do to our issues. We are just the greatest supervillain of all time. <laughs> um, to our issues, and we try to get something done. We hold each other accountable and we make things in the world. Uh, most recently, we've been working on a supernatural action comedy book called Deathless Steven. Every week, we talk about what we wanted to do and how we did. How did you do this week? I failed. Freaking, I failed too, Stephen, because I wanted to finish it and I knew it wasn't gonna, and I failed, and we both failed. It's just
1: getting so close, but then things keep coming up because we're we're, because we have issues, and like it just it's frustrating, right? Like, because like, but I did finish. I shaded like the entire like bike page, if that makes any sense. I finished flatting it because it wasn't fully flatted, and then I I shaded it, and then I got flats done for I think the next two pages. So I'm Mm. like I'm like really close, but it's just yeah, dude, I got. Chasey got this horrible stomach bug and had to stay home from school when which she gave it to us. And of then like, it, was just, it was just a series of unfortunate events. So
0: <clears throat> yeah, dude. So that, I mean, a similar situation happened to me. So I was, you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my lettering done. I was like, I'm either going to get it done this week or following week, which is now, you know, um, I started trying to get it done, people getting sick, trying to deal with all of that, like, like, and then catching up with work. And it's just like one thing after another. And then I got on this, uh, like previously, last week, I was kind of stuck on that magic page. And then I was kind of stuck on like Deathless. Like the Deathless is dialogue, not narration, but like I was stuck on the Deathless dialogue because I wanted to get the boxes right because I was like, I don't really want it just to look like a normal word balloon. I want it to look a little different, you know? So I was. So I was like kinda of trying, And that's on tough
1: enough that. itself. That's like that's like me designing a new character, right? Exactly, Once the character's yeah. design, you just pop it in. Exactly. And now that's- you know, but but this is the creation of that moment. So yes. this has to be good before I, I commit right exactly that's like the whole problem with it and exactly. those are always daunting tasks i completely understand where you were mentally because it's almost like a writer's block or art block when those things happen because it's like you want it to look good so yes. much so that you like you just don't and know where
0: to even start i had to like i had to figure that out um but i think i, I came up with a solution i think it looks good um i will say though steven i got this um which
1: looks so epic
0: Steven, I will tell you, so the quality, okay, I, like, I'm, this was, this was, like, a, it's a blessing all around, because, like, I mean, I love it, first of all, like, I, I put this thing together, I think it looks really cool, I'm, I'm really proud of, like, how, you know, how it came together, but, dude, what it tells me is I printed some of the Deathless pages among the, oh, the how air, do they look, and it looks so good, like, so the, dude, light, the lighting, looks the lighting, good on it. the lighting, that's, okay, so this is what I was gonna say, I, so, like, the quality of that, um, it looks fine on the camera, and it looks, it even looks good, like, up close, but, like, it's a little fuzzy, because in order to get like that size print it had to be stretched it well like and here's the thing it didn't like what like actually what I had to do in order to get that size print I just had to lower the uh file size so significantly so I had to keep trying to like kind of compress the image a bit however dude it looks so good. Like even at a lower quality pixel, like, like less pixels per you know it's gotta be
1: the inks, right? And it's probably gotta be the process in which the light brush works versus me using two layers, dude,
0: you know. It's a, it looks it looks freaking phenomenal. Like it looks amazing. That makes me
1: excited because I'm like not leaning on the light pen, but there's a lot of light pen usage yeah. in the book. Well, so uh, like
0: oh, dude, I well, I you know, I have been I've been a little nervous about it. Like, you know, we haven't really talked about it. I've been trying to like I'm kind of just trying to be confident and being like, you know what? It looks good enough in the the, the digital one that like it's not even questionable next to those inks like it looks beautiful so i was like Mm. it, it it's it has to be reproducible like it has to be you know, and like, and you know what? Honestly, if the the place we've been printing can't do it, someone else will. Like, it's definitely reproducible. Um, but this totally gives me confidence. And like, like that's just more. some random printer. So I mean, like, yeah, if, they, like, if yeah. those
1: lights, I mean, and that red is basically, I mean, I think Jeff's red's a little different than the one yeah. I used for the angel. But I basically committed to Deathless's red being Jeff's red, yeah. just so there's more consistency throughout the book. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, I think that should. That's awesome, dude! I I'm, see the I'm, actually in the corner. I see, I see the angel
0: up, up here. Yeah, yeah, dude! It looks so good. So I'm so excited about that. I'm so so. That was another thing I was doing this week was setting up my mm-hmm. life. And that's kind of like
1: what it always is, right? Like, because like even <sighs> me, like I'm playing music. Like you know, like it's yeah. like we have so many
0: different like I know masks
1: that we have to switch between. So-
0: so actually, that that that's like a perfect segue for like the the really the only thing I really want to talk about. So we have a we have a segment coming up. So stay tuned. We're gonna be talk to Jamie Jackson. About, uh, we're gonna do a monster test segment about supervillains. But before we get to that, I just want to just really quick, Stephen. Our show has always been just you and me, two best friends talking through our journey and our struggles while we're trying to create comics um when we first started doing this like our struggles were basically like you hadn't drawn in a while like you hadn't like done comics in a while or tried in a while and I I like I was kind of giving up I wasn't sure and I also had like a lot of stuff going on in my own personal life I was trying to date I was failing at it um now we're in a different place in our life like it's been a while now you know like like here we are almost two years later um and like we've made so much progress but like We still have these issues you know so like i want and like they're different issues but i just want to kind of like let's let's do like a like a quick update on like what our person like what are we actually going through right now that does truly heat us down you know because like week by week we're like this isn't really a serious show most of the time we spend a lot of time talking about things that distract me and like thoughts that we have (laughs) and like that kind of and it's fun and i love our show um I do, and I want to keep it that way as much as we can until, you know, when serious things come up. We, we always address them, and we do our best, but, like, I do like doing segments. I like having fun and mostly just, like, kind of sandwiching, you know, like, fun between, like, the some, issues. like, yeah, we, we, you know, yeah, that's that's all. Like, sometimes we have, like, bread, and then, like, we have delicious stuff inside, you know? Um, however, like, I just want to, like, just give, give a quick update, because we have so much going on in our lives in general. So, like, what are your issues right now, like,
1: So, I mean, and I'm sure it's very similar for you because you juggle this as well, Um, especially in the summertime. So, what I do for a living is uh, I repair and warranty pool pavers for the company I work for, who is the senior's grandfather's company. He installs the pool decks and everything, and then pavers in Florida settle. I mean, and when I mean settle, like, we have to pull up, you know, half a pool sometimes and re-level pavers. So, wintertime, I have all the energy in the world because the weather is, like, 75, but, like... Summertime is so hard because it's like, I feel like I'm never caught up on rest. Because when I say like, when I say I sweat to my boots, like down to my boots, like I legit like when I get home, I have to like, peel my jeans off because I'm just soaked, like from like working in Florida. So like, that's like, because I, I, I'm i looking back, I'm like, man, I got through so much of Deathless so quick. And then all of a sudden I'm hitting this brick wall and it's like, oh, summer. Summer is yeah. obviously really causing me a lot of grief because I don't have the same energy that I have to plow through everything, you know. Um, of course, we were, we were knocked off kilter by losing Mike, you know, which I did kind of think spiraled yeah. the, the momentum yeah i mean we we've gained our footing again we're, but it's like kind of like yeah. it's like we're the juggernaut starting to run again okay? yeah we're, it's, we're it's
0: running, true dude i mean like that's kind of like where my head was when i was you know asking us because i know we we went through a lot and it showed on the sh- on, on the podcast and not everyone wants to stick around through some of that i get it you know um and it's tough you know but we're and now we're kind of like on the other side of that thankfully you know we're starting to like move again and i'm just like how do we keep our footing and keep going forward and like you know what are the things that we should start thinking about like what you know what is in the way it's
1: resolidifying that schedule right because like a, yeah. you know that schedule was so tight you know but then it's like man life is so fleeting and like you know like all these different things are popping yeah. in your head like what you yeah. need to do better in different aspects of your life like do I need to spend more time with my kids or I need to see my wife more often? Like, where am I failing as a juggler? Cause I mean, I play on, you know, I play music for the worship team. I do like a lot of different things in my week, you know? So it's finding that momentum again and like getting that schedule back on track. Cause I know I can do it. And I, I mean, I'm still doing it, but not as efficiently since that moment. So like, yeah. maybe it doesn't even work. Maybe like, I've been thinking it's like how oh, summer has been like really depleting me, but you know, like, grief manifests in very weird ways especially for people like us like i don't know it's like it's it's such a weird thing it's like separate from my my brain you know like i don't i don't i don't have that direct connection so it's it's weird but yes i think it's just about recommitting to scheduling for ourselves right like it's recommitting like for you like how much of a calendar you you've always kept and but see for your your case you know and not to speak for you but like your life has changed dramatically in the best ways possible. Right. So like right. you need to soak this time in regardless. Like, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. Even if you do slip, like you're making a new life. Like you're, 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 you're sewing the threads of a very descriptive sweater. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stephen. So, so please everyone watch our interview with Jamie Jackson and Stephen just improvises. a. 16 paragraph Nathaniel Hawthorne book about a, a sweater. And that was all it was about the whole time. No, it was, it was so funny. That was, that was, I was dying when you started doing it. Um But no, you're totally right, dude. And that's, I mean, that's, that's where I've been. I like, like right now, um, I like, one of my issues is I am like, I do spread myself thin. Like I spread myself really thin. And like, I, I, have I've always kind of played this weird seasonal game of like, Oh, I can like I can kind of improvise improvise my way through this versus I have to meticulously plan this or else my whole life's going to like fall apart. You know, like I kind of like I go in this weird cycle and like it's been easy to do that for a while, but the more like we're getting to a point with our podcast and like with my various podcasts. And, like I have a schedule now that I'm yeah. not I'm not used to. Like I'm not like I'm still kind of like finding that cookie cutter. Sh- I'm still like I'm I'm a cake, and it's like you want to be your cookie now, and I'm like I've always been a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a cookie? Am I, I a cake? Is is no, our new?
1: I think our new like 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 pairing should be sweater cookie. Like that's just <laughs> sweater
0: cake. Sweater so cake. Um hey sweater cakes. It's a, that's a weird word for boobs for sure, right? Like,
1: sweater cakes, like I mean like,
0: <laughs> that's, I mean, like I don't know if anyone's ever said that and they probably shouldn't. However, I'm sure someone has. Okay, so a
1: mafioso from like nineteen twenties New York. Hey, sweater
0: cakes. Or it's like the best or like the worst Dick Tracy villain. Like I, <laughs> I'm sweater cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty cakes. Sweaty cakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely no not swe- Steven. I mean, probably, but <laughs> Steven, when I think about it, like when I stop and I think about it, I'm like, I am a full-time dad. Like I, I am a full-time single parent. Um, I have my son 98% of the time. Um,
1: He's Nick Lachey up in this, all
0: right? Yeah, he's like, but I, and I, so I have this new relationship that I'm, I'm trying to continue to develop and it's evolving and now I we live together and that's all new and fresh and wonderful, you know, but it's also one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a burner that's on the stove. And I'm like, ah, like I have to pay attention to that one. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm paying attention to everything and I have to make sure that I don't neglect anything or else it's going to burn the bottom
1: up. of that soup. The whole batch is going to taste horrible. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly,
0: dude. And I don't want to do that. So I'm, I, I, I make sure I stir the soup and. I, like I you know I, 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 I try my best to focus on everything but I, I do have a lot of burners on have, I'm wearing a lot of hats right now like like dude like right now on on every Sunday I record uh critically stupid the D- Dungeons and Dragons podcast which is out now you'll go watch episode one it's you know it's go, go check it out I'll post the link below but regardless I do po- I, so I record that that takes like two hours of my night on Sundays so the Mondays we record. And we do this two until, hours
1: now. It's, it's for about two system, hours right?
0: with our because we have we have interviews. So then on Tuesday, I edit everything, and then on Wednesday I release everything, and then on Saturday I release the interview. So it's just like the only days I have are like Wednesday night. I kind of have like to relax slash work on the comic. You know what I mean? Like as I yeah. like to, so to work on Deathless, I have Wednesday Thursday. Friday and like mostly Saturday but like I work most actually I I just made some changes because of this so like I've been struggling a little with my scheduling so I was like I'm taking Saturdays off I'm not working Saturday nights anymore I'm done you know I was like I want to That's like, awesome though. I, I I dude I need it because the the problem is like I have all this stuff that I do with this podcast and like with the comic and everything that I like I want to make sure I have family time and I like
1: I love how your first Saturday off though is probably coming to my my little
0: ones It's 100% party. <laughs> Just, that is my first Saturday off. Like, I literally worked last Saturday, and I'm like... You
1: gotta drive all the way to Diplomat. <laughs> when I
0: drive here, you can ride with us if you how want. How dare you, Steven. No, it'll be great, but... It should be a good time, though. Oh, it'll, it'll be great. I don't be like... It. I, I love it, like, but that's part of it. That's what I mean. Like, that's I mean, why. That's that,
1: why we that's need those extra days. That's why I need right?
0: that Saturday because, like, otherwise I'd be like, "Oh no, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't go to my best friend's daughter's birthday. I need to go to work at a craft store and get yelled at by old people." Like, no. What am I doing with my life? Like, the things we're doing are so much fun and so great, and like, I love. Like, I believe in us so much, and I love what we're doing. I feel like if we had a little more time, we could really make it into more. But it, I think it's it's happening. It's happening at the pace that we're we're working at. You know. <laughs> like it's it's like as soon as you know as we get rolling more and like as our juggernaut like finds his stride again i think it's it's gonna take off especially with i really do believe in in deathless i think this book is great and i can't wait
1: but like issue two is gonna be amazing too
0: <clears throat> oh dude issue two is gonna be so much fun i can't freaking wait like 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 i'm so close like, so anyway um but yeah dude I, so I, I i have so much going on and i've been making little changes in my life to compensate and kind of like arrange things and kind of put my puzzle in order so that my burners don't explode and my house gets caught on fire and i burn my hands again. So I understand know, that dude you know so so i've been like so every once in a while i'm like you know what like like this week it's just like last week i have to start remembering that like it's okay to overshoot and undersell. Like it's okay to be like, I hope for more, but I'm gonna do a little, at least I did a little, you know what I did? Like I I solidified a thing like we talked about and then next week or this week now I can finish it because now I have all of the information I need to finish Mm -hmm. that thing. So this week I'm going to completely finish that and it'll be good. But like, dude, it's been such a, so like my issues right now are just time management, which I'm getting a little bit better at and kind of forgiving myself because I'm I'm freaking I feel like I feel that fire like that stupid ambition where I'm just like I want more but I but like it but like that's a slippery slope because like when you work like you know you work a hard freaking job and like you have so I know sometimes you're at work and you're like I'm a freaking comic book artist like like at heart you know like even if you you know because like as humble as we want to be it's like you are good enough to be doing this like you know professionally and there's no reason we can't you know so it's just like we need we are getting there it's just Every once in a while it'll weigh on us and I I feel it. Like every once in a while, like I've I've had to like actually today at work, I'll like I'll celebrate this a little bit. Today at work, a woman said to me, She's like, Thank you for being so pleasant. You're so nice. And I was just like, Yeah, I'm happy right now. Like I found, like I'm in a I was just like Cool. This is my moment of Zen. I, yeah. I've, I've arrived. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, that's where it is. Cause like, I don't love my job, but I, I have gotten to a place where I can recognize that, Hey, this is just where I am right now. I'm doing what I have to do and what I can do. And when I'm not at work, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so like, I have all this stuff going on and it's all great. You know? And so like, I'm, I'm so excited. And like, it used to be, I'd go to work and I'd be miserable because I can't wait to get out of there. But now I'm just like, this is just the thing I have to do. It's the first step in a series of steps to get to where I need to be. And I'm I'm fine with it. I have to This take- is me
1: drawing backgrounds. Okay. That's it.
0: That's, exa- yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it's just, you know, like I, I, I'm 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 in a better place emotionally than I was when we started the podcast, which makes me feel good. Um, but I do have a lot more going on. So I'm just like, okay, as long as I can keep managing this and not panic but it's just like everyone we talk to like when we talk to jamie it's just like it's about that time management and finding those the little bits of time Which is just like like stephen
1: you- king i think says he writes six pages a day i was yeah. like george r, r. martin and him were like talking on stage and he's like i'm lucky if i write you know a chapter every six months you know but you're yeah. over here because he, he goes i write it you know i can write a manuscript in two months because i write six pages mm-hmm. a day six pages yeah. about you and it's like Man, that did, it's like four hours a day, right? Is what he's yeah. dedicating, basically about four yeah. hours a day to writing. And like, it's hard, but that's from one. That's a, that's like a truth, right? If you can't dedicate, you know, you're gonna you're gonna fall short. Like, of course, dude. You, you, you you're feeding multiple things, right? So, like, yeah, but like, I also kind of view like what we're doing right now, and how busy we are, and how tough it is, um, and how fine, not necessarily financially fruitful, you know. But, like, what do they say? Like everyone that starts a business, right? They don't really cut a check for themselves in the first five years. Yeah. So this is all this is like this is all the investment period, right? This is like like if this is like a business, this is us just put like, you know, going above and beyond to get every like do this podcast, edit this podcast, do these drawings, do you know color, you know all this stuff that we're doing just to work towards what our dream is, right? You know, and like, it's going to pay off. It's going to, it's going to have a, a a some ending that's going right. to result in positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, well,
0: dude, 100%. And I think uh, what's also important for both of us, and I know we've, we've done this numerous times throughout uh, the podcast and our friendship and like everything we're doing is like, you and I, like we get through this thing, you know, we get to this point where like, we're looking for this, like, this, like, uh, like, heaven like this you know this final place so we're gonna be like we're gonna we're getting to this the, you know we're gonna get th- to this this realm where everything's perfect but like we do have a lot of these great moments you know like we are yeah we, we have so well, much and, and
1: it makes you wonder if we ever get to those heaven moments that we foresee as a heaven moment now like is yeah. i we're not even gonna be satisfied with that either probably. No, probably. there is no it's, keep pushing to pushing to keep pushing i mean it's yeah. obviously who we and are it, right yeah and so. it's like and we're like we're both
0: finding places and like we both have like joys in life and like part of this is part of it you know like i love what we're doing i'll say that forever you know and like as much as like i do wish more people would read uh play it again like a lot of people have read it and i'm so thankful that every time someone reads it they seem to enjoy it um i wish my like i i i forget to sell that book Stephen i forget <laughs> but we are but, pretty bad at that Oh, we are dude we have to like that's an, that's the thing we'll work on over time but like that's that's all this is like people people will slowly watch our show and they'll, you like, can
1: only earn so many talent points a week to put
0: into your skill trees okay so I mean, yeah like, yeah we I have mean, no marketing skills steven yeah I, I mean we've been dumping skilled.
1: into like drawing and writing really heavily podcast editing's in there shipping like we're pretty good at a lot of things we're now, getting a lot but, we
0: have, we're getting there steven um, yeah. But dude, I but but I do think that like we are pretty good at celebrating little victories as we go and like we have been fortunate to get like our kickstarters funded. We've made a lot of friends. We've we've had the opportunity to like share numerous books, you know, and different people's kickstarters and we've we've helped people find success. We've made real friends, you know. Like it's it's cool. It's been a good process so far. I'm super proud of us um and but but like one of my favorite things that we do steven is we talk about monsters (laughs) (laughs) i
1: love monsters a lot i mean
0: monsters are what made us become best friends so it's true uh so i i I like it i like talking about monsters with you i like talking to other people who also enjoy monsters and different you know monstery things so this time we talked to our friend the fantastic and prolific author jamie jackson author of Fear and Fury, and among several other books, you can check them out on Amazon and everywhere you know books are found. But we're going to talk to her and do a monster test, Stephen. By the way, you're Stephen. Stephen, get
1: your shined up. It's time to test that.
0: I was not expecting that <laughs> monster Test song, and it cracked me <laughs> the hell. Up. At this
1: point, because I genuinely do forget like what I say. At this point, I don't know if that's just the running gag. Like, do I just make up something on the fly every week whenever we have a show, so whatever the game is? Stephen, come up with a theme song really quick. <laughs>
0: Pretty much. That's because I, I genuinely it. forget people. Like, I'm just like, what did I sing? Because like, so Steven, what was that theme song? <laughs> this one is a special edition because you've written these incredible books with these incredible characters, and I'd like to do something different where we talk about supervillains as a monster because supervillains is a type of monster as much as Dracula is I as much as any other monster. It's would the be. monster
1: of the story, right? Like in any yeah. sort of arc or I
0: mean, like what Like, are you saying that a werewolf isn't just a superhero like a supervillain who has the ability to turn into a, a beast? You know what I mean? Like what is the difference? You know, so anyway, so I would like to do that with you if you're willing. So Steam will you hit us with the the sweet, sweet monster to steam? It's you know what it sounds like every week, every time <laughs> we got this
1: Get your shoes shined up and it's time for monster test because we got to test your knowledge. Monster test. I literally change every time, JB.
0: Monster test. Don't listen to him. It's literally, it's, it's the same verbatim each time. Shoe shines and all. We, we always, I was like, he was going to take that part out. I was like, no, 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 no. You keep in that shoe shine part. It is gold. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> what, what was that it was it was part of a juicy fruit commercial ad if i'm honest
0: okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not crying you're crying okay 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 so jamie i don't look like i'm crying right now everyone else does it's it's a light it's a light is in my eye um I mean, allergy it's allergy season here it's it's it is too it's allergy um,
1: season allergy. every day in florida
0: <laughs> oh. yeah it's all the time yeah.
1: And winter's even worse because something blows in from the north and it, like, dries. Like, I think what it is is we lose our humidity and th- th- we're so used to that moisture that, like, we feel dry and we're just, like, we're dying. It's too dry, <laughs> yeah. you know, but because we're fish people down here.
0: A little bit. Um, so, okay, Jamie, we have to ask you, okay. what is a supervillain?
2: Oh, what is a supervillain? Okay, well, obviously it's somebody who uses their powers for, uh, not always evil per se but certainly selfish <laughs> purposes um and they have to have a lair that's that's like villain
0: 101 i guess the lair for sure so steven 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 just gonna say you have the lair <laughs> i know for a fact you've used your powers for purposes um i'm 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 just saying like like she's making a good case for you to be a super villain jamie so so i mean i've that you you so you, you, you posed a question, though. Um, so do supervillains have to have superpowers to be labeled a supervillain?
2: You know, I don't think they do. Because Lex Luthor doesn't have any superpowers. He uses his money. He uses technology. Um, I mean, Tony Stark himself could end up being a supervillain because right. he has the technology. He has the ability to create things that he could take over the world with. So, yeah, no, I think it's cool. a good
1: case because if any of the heroes that we know, even because typically supervillains do have some sort of crutch, but like if any of the heroes we know, like if Batman was a bad guy, like that dude kicks ass every day. Like if, if someone was a Batman, and he went around, I mean, Batman kind of is a villain, but like if, if someone was like Batman and just
0: like went around and kicked, like that's a supervillain, right? I mean, like he's causing chaos. So, for, okay, uh, so that was I'm a sorry. question. That was a question I want to ask. I want, I want, like, so Jamie. What's the difference between simply an antagonistic character, antagonist, and a villain character? Is there, like, you know, because that's I feel like there's there's a difference there.
2: Yeah, I think, like, an antagonistic character generally is only after the hero themselves. They're not looking to create mass chaos. They're not looking to take over the world. They just have this one vendetta, this one person that they want to take out for whatever reason. Whereas a villain has much bigger plans than that.
0: So do, do you think, okay, so how do you feel about redeemable villains versus like archetypically evil villains? Like, like you know, villains where it's like, I can, these are redeemable people, you relate to them, and these are just like repulsive people who are like monsters.
2: I, I, I think, honestly, you need both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, And I have villains that I would say are somewhat redeemable because they're not... Um, they're not a total lost cause, you know? Uh, And they could end up joining the team later on, but, you know, I think you still need those absolute-
1: You need the jokers of the world, basically, the pure representative, like, you know, representation of chaos and-
2: Yeah, yeah. The ones who just, you can't save them. They don't want to be saved. Mm -hmm. They enjoy being-
0: bad
1: people okay so i actually commented this on your twitter thread anthony and like everyone always goes to joker as like the most irredeemable villain you know but i really do think it's red skull like when it comes to like villains that are just there's like not a single shred of them that's worth like salvaging like i think red skull has consistently proven that he's just an absolute horrible person like He's yeah. Just a monster. I
0: mean, I will say regardless, Stephen, no one's going to argue against you because he's a Nazi. So yeah. like it was like, a
1: very clever play of mine. It's a actually. very clever
0: play on your part. Like I- there's like I I I'm a contrarian at like in my core. <laughs> in my core, I'm like actually, Stephen, actually he is a victim of society because i'm not what, but then i'm like but then i'm like
1: like dude the thing that like messed me up the most about him was like in the ultimate universe yeah. like you you like get introduced to him and he like makes this woman kill her husband and then, or or he's gonna kill her baby. And then, as soon as she kills her husband with a knife, he throws the baby out the window. So I mean, like Ooh. in the first like three pages Ooh. of that comic, it's like, wow, yeah,
0: that's that's. I mean, anytime and I can't believe the they wrote that. You isn't know, it crazy. I know. Well, isn't it crazy? Did you guys all have that? Because and I know, I know, people don't like to talk about this. We're all supposed to be like these like. Openly, one hundred percent, like empathetic souls from birth to death. But in reality, for me, I'll tell you that, like, as a younger guy, like before having kids and being around kids more, I like I could find humor in like weird things in horror movies and stuff. Where it's like, oh, where it's like, like it's a little like, oh, that's edgy and weird, and it's kind of funny as soon as I like was around Kids More and had a, uh, like, had my own son, I was just like, everything makes me sad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna break my soul. This is gonna, yeah. I was like, like I, I identify so strongly with that now. I'm just like, oh, he's someone's baby. He is their best little boy, you know? And then like, so like, I remember... I read a Daredevil book, um, and Bullseye did that where he he took a, like a tooth. It was like a glass. I'm trying to think of what it was. It, it might have been a toothpick. It was, a, but he threw it through a glass across like this alleyway, through a window, and like killed someone, like someone's parent, like killed, like the, you know, like yeah, killed like a, a dad. You know, it was just like this is the worst thing I've ever read. I was like, this is <laughs> like, I was just like, oh why but and like of course they're trying to be like hey this guy's irredeemable and we're gonna make you hate him right off the bat it's like yeah like jamie are you familiar with like the save the cat book or like save the cat like series of of thinking yeah. with like narratives yeah because like oh no, so oh you haven't read it okay
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, they there there's like I mean there are so many weird formulas and like different things like as that writers have access to if you if we want you know it's just like hey if you're having trouble with the story here's Joseph Campbell or here's like this other but you know like on writing and here's this uh, but the save the cat thing like one of the things they suggest is like if you want to give um if you wanna make readers uh, relate to a character and want them to, to win, um, what you do is you you create a situation where they have to save something that you're familiar with. So like if you watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, for instance, like the very, one of the first scenes when they show him, he saves a turtle right away he yeah. saves the turtle so like right and like not that he needed that but it puts him in the level of likable immediately you immediately relate to him you're like oh I like this guy he's like he is a hero I like him I think they do the opposite thing with villains to try to make them feel irredeemable you know they, they show the
1: lines. same sequence of events but it he is. kills the turtle instead yes. basically. yeah
0: pr- pretty much like he puts the turtle at risk like or does something deliberately to hurt the turtle you're like oh what kind of monster does that and then you learn what kind of monster does that and then you, you know so then you wanna to watch his comeuppance but anyway so jamie what is your favorite villain in fiction that you've seen like, like 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 something that inspired your villains that you're like man i just want like that's like top tier one of my villains that i need this i need to create something like this
2: probably i think i've got like two so heath ledger's joker performance oh, yeah. is just you know <clears throat> chaotic he's psychotic you you know that he's doing it just to be evil to force other people into positions where they would have to choose to be just as evil as he is Mm -hmm. um so you don't really have any sympathy for him Mm -hmm. you know and he he did a phenomenal performance
0: i love that performance so much i think it's I think it's one of those things that's like going to, it, I think it's going to continue to make weird circles with being like appreciated and then kind of take it for granted, you know? Because I think like we all went through the same thing where we saw it, and we're like, I've never seen anything like this. And, but then he does this thing that like only the most iconic people, like Michael Jackson, Elvis, like, like, like when you create a character that's so iconic that you can replicate it but you couldn't have invented it, you know? Like, it's like this magic that exists where it's like, oh, anyone can do that. It's like, yes, any of us can do that voice a little, but he invented this whole character, and that's amazing, you know? Like he,
1: It's like the whole thing about how, like, oh, Jimi Hendrix isn't that good, but it's like he wrote those guitar parts, so, like, he created those sounds. Like, people didn't do that, really, you know what I'm saying? You do it now, and you you shred much better than Jimi does, but – no one was doing that. You know what yeah, I mean? You were
0: literally, you can only exist because your chicken exists because of his egg. Like, like yeah. recognize that yeah. a little bit, you know? So yeah, I'm totally with you. Like I, Heath Ledger's performance is still one of my favorite, you know, at all, like in, of all time. Although I will say, I will say I, like I had this weird realization and it just came, like, it, it it was one of those things where you know, like you like stumble upon things in the internet and then like like just like pieces start f- coming together. Um, so I got into like I was just listening to, like random music and looking for songs to cover and I started listening to Tom Waits and I kind of got into Tom Waits for a little while and then I was like watching interviews with him and there's an interview with Tom Waits where he's like on David Letterman or something and he it's from like 1980 or something you know but he sounds exactly like Heath Ledger's Joker. In that interview. You saw that interview, like, basically? So, no, no, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that, like, pieced it together for me. <laughs> so, so there's Tom Waits doing this interview. It sounds exactly like the freaking Joker. And then Heath Ledger, one of his last performances, before he died, he was filming the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus with Tom Waits. Waits. <laughs> so, like, they were filming that right at, like, in, like, in that movie was a long-term process. So they filmed, like, batman as they were working oh yeah on, that makes sense for sure yeah so i was so like, it's like maybe I, he
1: like just like picked up like things yes. from that guy's
0: like, yes like i think i think he was inspired by tom waits and kind of like found this character through him i've never i don't know i can't prove it i wish i could be like hey tom waits like did you ever talk to heath ledger about being chaos incarnate you know but like i can't because <laughs> i don't know him yet uh, mm-hmm. So if you know if you know Tom Waits, like oh, no, get 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 us together. I need uh, to talk to,
1: <laughs> Sorry, talk to Tom. I need to speak to the commission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so, so Heath Ledger and what Heath Ledger as the Joker, and what's the other villain that
2: it's Darth Vader?
1: I was gonna say, you know, I, I had a feeling it was gonna yeah. be Darth, but yeah. it's a good villain to, to, he's to like. He's a
2: great villain, um, not only because you know when you first encounter him, he is, <laughs> he's also a sympathetic villain Mm -hmm. when you get to the end you know this history about him um and when you get further into the story of star wars and you know what happened with his life how young he was when he was taken from his mother how he grew up a slave like you know it's kind of hard not to blame him for going over to the dark side
1: for sure and honestly though he really is both right because i mean like as anakin becoming darth i mean he murdered children i mean yeah. he murdered children he oh, yeah. murdered women i mean he and i mean vader's been shown in like comics and things like that just he's like a devastator i mean like he destroys yeah. groups of people with no mercy but then you do see this others he's almost like both the both villains in that in that regard right because he has like all these redeemable things at the end but like man was he brutal you know like i mean he was.
2: You know, he he was an awful awful person, and not somebody that you wanted to to encounter.
0: It's yeah. Oh my gosh! It's probably best that he wasn't around to raise the kids. Just just when <laughs> I, like... <laughs> does he
1: get does he get the pass because he was basically corrupted by the dark side? You think that's why he can kind of exist on both sides of that villain coin? Is uh, that what it is? I,
2: I think that's I think that's why he gets that um that sympathetic villain card. Mm -hmm.
0: the fact that it happened a long long time ago (laughs) in a galaxy far, (laughs) far away so i mean
2: because you know he does get corrupted by the dark side he has palpatine whispering in his ear um just you know insidious things and those are going to affect a person to to that kind of point
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So what is your favorite villain that you've created? Or not, it doesn't even have to be your favorite, but like, what's one that you're like, I, I, I can't wait for everyone to meet this character.
2: Okay, so he gets kind of like this very short.
0: Um... <gasps> wait, wait, Jamie, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Jamie, can you give us his name? And Steven's going to guess what he does.
2: Okay. Flair. 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 Yeah.
1: okay so i have to just immediately assume that flare is going to have some sort of pyrokinetic powers right like he's got to like shoot like flares of like raw yeah. fire
0: energy he's not a flare he just flames a lot is that what you're saying <laughs> no. flare you oh flare okay so well that he sounds dark as
1: hell flare uh-huh. i mean i i think of like you know like the you know people that flayed people basically skin them alive so like Flayer, i'm guessing like some sort of blades in his arms or something like that for him to like just sh- like cut people into pieces and you
2: know it
0: cuts things. their life into pieces no oh, stephen frayer like oh <laughs> like he phrased you know, I'm kidding, I'm frazier, stephen it's <laughs> frazier no no okay okay no I'm- he's
1: pompous british and he and he has his own like you know radio show yeah.
2: <laughs> he gets gets a very short mention at the beginning of the first book
0: okay okay
2: and his power is related to basically peeling people's skin off their bodies so he doesn't use any weapons other than his own power to
1: do this. He just skins people like, like, like almost like his mind, like
2: basically. Uh, basically skins people alive.
0: What what if he? I mean, like, because we have so many layers of skin, just like loose well, yeah, that it, can come up. Like, what if? Like, it, he, like, he's
2: down through the muscle to the bone. Like, oh,
0: oh, that gets dark. But what if he had to do it one at a time, and it took like an hour each? So he's like, I'm gonna get you. You'll see. <laughs> just, like, just like each layer. Like,
1: he's like, oh no, I'm being skinned. Al- you're being skinned alive by the flare. Layer. And it's just like slow. slow. Oh, it goes your like, first like, level so like, of your dermis.
2: That <laughs> might be worse. That <laughs> might be worse. I, obviously, like, wouldn't be point, right.
0: At some point, you'd be like, "This is kind of like getting a tan. This isn't so bad. Like this could be like you know, like he like he could, he could tattoo people a little. You we'll
1: know, we'll <laughs> like, remove tattoos. I mean,
0: he could remove tattoos. So no, but that sounds amazing. Actually. No, that's
1: a pretty badass power. Like deconstructing the human body basically down to bone. Dude, I love that. Like we, we basically let's... what Magneto does to Wolverine. I'm a I'm gonna stab Magneto. Wolverine, your your sculpted made of metal. <laughs> I'm gonna do it every time. Every time this jag off. <laughs> this jag off. <laughs> But yeah, but this guy can do what Magneto does to Wolverine all the time. Like he just yeah. doesn't matter who you are.
0: That's pretty So in your books, um, do we get to see Flair like really in action?
2: Yeah, in book eight. I wish I could have gotten him in sooner than that, but you do actually get to see.
0: Oh, that's awesome though.
1: He does seem like someone that has like a, like a pretty strong power. So if you had to introduce him early, he would have to be someone that's like almost untouchable or like, just like so far out of reach of any sort of stopping point for him. So I get like why he would appear later. I think about like a video game, like you're not, you're not versed in, you know, like Goro on the second round of mortal Kombat. you know, like,
0: just jump kicks, just jump jump kicks, kicks. all day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay. Last, last question to wrap up our monster test. I just want to just bring monsters into it a little bit. If you had to take one of the basic, like the the traditional classic universal monsters and put them as a supervillain in your world, which one do you think you would choose? and What would fit best? Oh,
2: I mean, because I have, like, do you mean other than, vampires and He's
0: werewolves no i mean like yeah like, like like do you have vampires and werewolves in your book
2: i do not there are no vampires and werewolves so that's what i
0: figured
2: you do get to meet a hero with uh shifter type abilities but you know he does have a single form that he uses
0: okay so if it, so like i'm thinking like dracula frankenstein's monster uh wolfman swamp thing swam, like the yeah the creature, thing. Black Lagoon, yeah, and, right. um, yeah and like a mummy you know <laughs> like all of those
2: so nothing classical
0: like Medusa. Oh well, I know you're because you have like yeah because you're doing the Greek gods. But oh, what would you if okay? Let's go Greek god pantheon all the way back. Like what?
2: Because you already get um it's spoiler, but yeah. you already get Medusa in one of these books. So
1: <sighs> Medusa is an awesome
0: Megdusa. Awesome, the Meg-dusa.
2: <laughs> Meg-dusa. <laughs>
0: But no that's oh that's awesome. I can't wait to get through more of the books. But okay, Steven, Steven, uh, do, do you feel that Jamie knows her stuff when it comes to super villains? How do you think she did? Like if you I feel like she a-
1: she I mean, yeah, I feel, I feel like she nailed it right on the head. Like better than me.
0: What what would you get? her like if you had to give her like a grade, Steven? What would you give her?
1: I would give her an 8
0: out of 8 though okay so that's what this, What scale. i'm thinking steven is we need to just we need to just film like a standard you saying that everyone is the best at everything and just like <laughs> i'll just edit i'll just post that same thing at the end steven because everyone's so good according to you um <laughs> i mean i agree i just also want to give you crap for always saying that people are perfect because <laughs> it's not um, dude but I, it was so much fun talking to jamie go check out her books and everything below uh I follow her on twitter she's hilarious that's actually like where we met and you know mm. i i we get to interact with her all the time. She's so funny and clever. I'm just like one of those people that's just like makes Twitter worth being on, you know, like not everyone's mm-hmm. like that on, on social media. Um, so Steven, what are you going to work on this week? Once again, I'm pushing, but I think
1: like for a more realistic goal, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to push through and flat the rest of the book I think, because yeah. I think that's, what's kind of pulling me back is like going from shading and, and into flatting and So I think I'm just going to flat the rest of it because it's mostly there and then um, hopefully shade it too. But if I can at least get it off, obviously big weekend coming up with Chasey's birthday on Saturday and all that. So
0: Um, this week I am going to do my, I'm going to, I'm going to finish the basic dialogue and uh, sound effects, like all that lettering of the book. I'm also going to see Clerks 3, which I'm excited to do. That is Um,
1: Awesome was pretty excited. Right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to see tomorrow. Uh, so I'm gonna. So this week, I'm going to edit this podcast, edit an interview, finish all of the lettering for the book, and go see Clerks Three. That's those are that's, that's me this week. Then that means next next week, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to see if I can get any of it done this week. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start noodling with the narration of Deathless. Like I I, I have like something going on in my body that I think I can get out. That'll make this book like it'll add that little bit of spice like you know that like
1: pizzazz.
0: pizzazz you know like the, the the bit of magic that i like it, it has and this book is full of magic but i feel like i just need to bleed on it a little more you know <laughs> like i'm just like like, I, like, a, like i'm so used to just like opening my veins you to, need to you need to
1: so add like, the chemical x is what i do to. pretty much
0: Stephen. It, it, it needs it no it's a it's a great book too. i can't wait for people to to read it but um Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, you could thank JD because he reminds me every week and I just appreciate the heck out of him. Um, but- Do you JD? Please go to youtube.com/slash we have issues podcast and join us here. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're almost to a thousand subscribers. It's our that's our goal. It's been our goal from the beginning. I can't wait to get there, and we're so freaking close, Steven. It keeps happening. Like we keep we're inching our way up there. We've always we're we're that's how we climb steps one, 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 one cultist at a time. It's just it, what we it, do. It, it, it's
1: so weird though. It really has been in spurts. Like it, it's yeah. it, it stagnates and then it just jumps. It's st- it's like we meet a new group. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which I like it that way because I get to meet everyone and I know everyone
0: you know yeah it's true it is really cool uh i mean i guess that's how you make a cult, just one person at a time you're just like come here drink this kool-aid don't we apologize for the flavor but it was free and also here's the podcast <laughs> you get like i drink this i drink the kool-aid and all i got was the silly podcast <laughs> <laughs> but um but thank you all thank you so much we really do appreciate you uh contact us on twitter let us know what, what your issues are let us know if you want to be interviewed by us uh contact us on twitter.com slash we have issues pod and we'll we'll try to get back to you whenever we can i'm going to start trying to do better about uh you know getting my calendar together because that's i've been moving i've had a lot going on in my life i think we've been doing a pretty good job of this new format so far we've only missed one week of interviews and you know it's been it's been pretty great Mm -hmm. it's been awesome
1: and i I like the way it's been working too people have been giving it's been working out perfectly for views in my opinion i mean of course always we always love more but i love the way it's been split it's been it's doing For better sure. than I expected, so it's yeah. awesome.
0: I, yeah, I think it's been going really well. So let us know what you think of the new format. Let us know what you think about supervillains as monsters or, or what you what you think about our various issues. Like, oh, how, I, how do you think we're doing? Do you think I'm, tell me I'm just doing okay. Tell me I am, <laughs> just tell me I am a success. Tell me I am, I'm, I'm a winning, I'm, I'm closer to, no, no, I'm kidding. But thank you all. You're all amazing. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been episode 106 of We Have Issues. We'll see you next week. Get it, boy.
1: <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why I was thinking this. But it was a good joke, but maybe it's not a good joke. So, I'm glad I didn't say it on the actual thing. When she was saying, I like to leave enough space, which is what – good writers do they leave space for the person to imagine for some reason my mind was like i just imagined tracy morgan reading her writing and being like so where are the kangaroos coming from and she's like, where did you read about kangaroos you left space in the writing you left me to my own devices I saw kangaroos.
0: steven 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 your tracy your tracy is so good though like it's is close it? it's close enough to be amazing, like it's <laughs>
1: speaking. <laughs> no, like, like, if you go back and watch my face, I'm like, like half smiling while she's talking. And it's because i Tracy Morgan talking about kangaroos. You left I put me to the kangaroos device. in there, Liz
0: Lemon.
2: Oh,
1: exactly. I don't know what made me go that route, but oh, so good. I'm picturing kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs>